What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. So we haven't been together for a podcast in quite some time, mate. That is very true. Yes, so today is the 3rd of November. Cannot believe we are two months out from a new year. Kind of crazy. Game week 11 just wrapped up, so we'll touch on that before we get into game week 12, because game week 12 um, poses some interesting scenarios and decisions that I think managers will um, be forced to make. So let's first go through um, our Game Week 11 team. Talk about that a little bit. So all in, we landed on 72 points. No hits taken. Should give us a green arrow of around 30 to 35,000 spots. So I think we'll be comfortably within uh, the top 10 or top 100K. Yes. Which will be nice. We haven't been there in a while, so um, it feels good. Although the – but that's where it looks like we're projected to fall. So here's how our team um, broke out. We've got uh, Nick Pope in goal with just two points, fortunately. Um, Alexander Arnold. Ben Chilwell with six. And uh, the king of the weekend, or the lord, as we should say, Lundstrom, comes through with a massive 21 points. Great for him. I mean, he kind of he kind of saved us this week. And he saved all... Well, I say he saved us, but since pretty much everyone has him, yeah. it just about works out the same. He's about 30% ownership now. Some of those owners left him on the bench, um, which I'm sure they're kicking themselves, but... Uh, Mendy, for players that own Mendy, he didn't play, so maybe he came off the bench for some of them. Same thing with Rico, who got, uh, I want to say, like six points. I mean, there were some some quality players um, left on the bench, and managers either luckily had a player or two not start, and they ended up getting their points, or um, they're dreading their decisions, and uh, those points are left on the bench. Like your personal team. Uh, yeah. you got some good players sitting on the bench. All right, so uh, Lundstrom with 21. De Bruyne with two. Walker or Sergio Aguero, owner. Uh, Hudson Adoy with just a very short appearance gets us just one point. We're going to have to think about what we do with him. Sterling, our captain, with just two points. Sad. We really haven't gotten down the captain pick this season so far. No. Thankfully, many haven't. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, I want to say, something somewhere around 40% of the top 10,000 teams uh, captained Sterling. So we're definitely not alone there. Mane came through late for us with a goal and assist um, and 12 points for him. Mount with just one point, although he could have had easily one goal, if not a couple. He had a ripper um, that uh, goalkeeper barely got a hand on, and it was enough to just sort of hit off the crossbar, um, bounce almost straight down, but not quite, and uh, and bounced out of the goal mouth, unfortunately. <clears throat> Abraham played well again. Um, as he has all season with 12 points and Jamie Vardy, uh, with a late goal, um, really helped keep us inside the top hundred K this week, um, with a goal himself. 
On the bench, not much to speak of. Connolly with only two points. Peters uh, with zero because of uh, the beatdown that Burnley had. Um, three goals scored against them, so all his chance of points were wiped out. Um, and then, of course, Martin Kelly didn't play for Crystal Palace. So uh, performances of the weekend then, and there were some, some good ones for sure. Um, of course, Lundstrom did quite well um, and led all players with 21 points. And in fact, he is now leading uh, in points, leading players like Mosala, Sterling, Kane, um, you know, <clears throat> a lot. I mean, I think he's got the fifth most points in the league or somewhere around there now. So um, impressive for, um, you know, a an out-of-position um, defender. <clears throat> so he did quite well. Um, Ramsdale from Bournemouth, definitely a player to consider. <clears throat> if maybe you're thinking about um, switching out Pope or possibly uh, Matty Ryan as um, – the Brighton fixtures get pretty nasty over the next few weeks. They play away to Man U, at home to Leicester City, and then away to Liverpool and away at Arsenal. Um, those are those are difficult matches, at least on paper. So um, Ramsdale could be uh, a player to get. Uh, Soyuncu, a great game, scored his first goal for Leicester City. Uh, I, I hate that we don't have him in our squad, um, but we do have Chilwell, so I suppose that helps. It would have been great if Chilwell was able to score on the chance he had. He hit the post. Yes. Oh, that was very beauty. disappointing. Yep. Angle so was close. just a touch off. Um, Mousset from Sheffield had a big game, although I don't know that I would jump on him just yet. But, of course, if you're looking to replace Greenwood – um, and you have, I guess it would be another 0.5 million laying around. You could get Mousset at 4.9 million. Although I think Connolly is also, I mean, any player that's at least going to get, you know, 70, 80, 90 minutes is a better option than Greenwood at this point. But let's take a look at, um, at fixtures. Let's, uh, we'll kind of keep it relatively short and sweet this podcast and just sort of look forward to game week 11 now. So we just, or 12. So we just saw in the, the Everton Spurs game that um, Sun was ejected with a red card. So presumably he will miss the next match unless, um, unless he's able to serve it. I don't know if there's any uh, midweek games um, that he would be able to serve his suspension um, and then play over the weekend, but certainly we will. Look into that. All right, let's look at the fixtures then for next week, and we'll just talk about any observations we have as well as players to potentially get from either of those teams. First up, Norwich and Watford on Friday. So pay attention, that Friday um, early deadline this week. Watford-Norwich, what you got? There's not much coming from it. Uh, No. Definitely not from Watford. Uh, No. I mean, we've said all season that uh, no offense to Watford, the club or its supporters, but um, there's no way we would advise anybody to have a Watford player in their squad right now. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense uh, why you would pick a team that just they don't win, they they don't give any points. I would just pretty much stick away from that game. Yeah, I suppose 
if you have stuck it out this long with uh, Pookie, then at least hold him through this game. Yeah, he this might point. do something. This, if, if he's going to score, and I don't think he's had a return in the last six game weeks or something like that, um, this must be the, the fixture that he's going to see a result in. Um, then Saturday, early game kicks off with Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. So usual suspects there. Abraham, Mount. Um, Maybe even Pulisic. He's doing quite well. He is. It'll be interesting to see if during the midweek game, if um, Frank starts him and plays him for a while. If so, it'd be hard to to fathom that um, that he would start not five games in a row. Form right now, and you know we have the. Two games I saw, um, but I don't know at a defensive mid position if Hudson Adoy is um, the right player yeah. to, to fill in there. I don't see him playing uh, in place of him yeah. unless they just completely change their formation to yeah. fit him in. Which is a possibility, I suppose. Um, so we just need to keep an eye on players like Willian and Pulisic to see who plays and how much they play um, during the week. If Hudson Adoy starts and plays a good amount during the midweek game, then um, it may be time to look at um, replacements for him. And for those that own him, I think um, there's a couple of good replacements. There's Trossard from um, Brighton. Although, like we just said, the fixtures um, for Brighton get a little bit ugly over the next four weeks. Um, McGinn, who we originally had in the team and then we replaced him with Hudson Adoy, he may be the one we go back to getting. Uh, had a goal this weekend, and uh, <clears throat> the the fixtures look to be okay for him. He's most likely um, the replacement for Hudson Adoy if we decide to do that. Um, on the Crystal Palace side, I don't advise. I know some people have IU, which is fine if he's your third striker. Um, but I don't really advise anyone to go grab Crystal Palace players at this time. The thing about Crystal Palace is they're actually doing quite well in the league. Yeah. But there just doesn't seem to be anyone in fantasy that you can kind of rely on. Right. When you think about it. They just seem to somehow be there, but we don't know how. Yes, that's right. Um, Burnley West Ham... Uh, you know, this may be one of the last straws for Nick Pope in our squad. Um, we shall see what happens with him. Um, I don't know. I would run out and advise anybody grabbing Burnley players at this point. Um, but if you got them, hold. And probably the same for West Ham, quite honestly. Um, Alaire was involved in a goal, uh, this weekend, but... <clears throat> Not super impressed with him. I don't know. I'd go out and, and spend the money on him. Uh, all right. Newcastle at home to Bournemouth. Um, players like Rico and Ramsdale, as we mentioned earlier, are very popular for teams right now because they're low budget and they're getting good returns. Um, away to Newcastle could be a slightly different story. I don't know that Bournemouth will be able to keep a clean sheet or not. Um, Wilson has been quiet. Josh King had a goal over the weekend. Uh, Wilson, very quiet. <clears throat> if you're thinking about replacing him, 
maybe after this game, just based on the fact that it is Newcastle. And uh, I would imagine that Wilson has a better chance to uh, get some sort of attacking return this weekend um, than in previous weeks. Any other thoughts on this matchup at all? Uh, I mean, I, I would just go with the cheap one of players like Rico. Like, that's yeah. just... Yeah. It sort of just makes sense, especially in a game where you don't like 100% know what's going to happen. Right. But yeah. they're, they're the, the reliable players. That's a good point. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird game. Could really go either way. All right. Next up, Everton go to Southampton. Um, Southampton coming off of that beatdown, that 9-0 loss to Leicester City two games ago. Um, responded fairly well to Man City, only losing 3-0. Now, you know... Um, <clears throat> It wasn't an amazing. Uh, no, sorry, two one. Yeah, two one. Sorry about that. Two one. I knew three goals were scored, so um, they held themselves quite well, actually. Um, so Southampton maybe respond a little bit. They'll be at home. Um, Everton didn't look great against Spurs in um, Sunday's the final match of game week eleven. Um, Luca Dean with. An assist, if you've got him, hold him. But another player, it's a lot of money to invest on a player that's been a little on and off um, this season. So I don't know I would go much deeper than that. Maybe Pickford, possibly. Um, but they've had they've had their struggles in keeping clean sheets, so I don't know if I would even go that far. Spurs looked lackluster. Uh, Harry Kane out with an illness. Um, Sun... And Deli Alley, probably the only two players that played fairly well for them right now. Um, I don't know about Spurs. I mean, it's I a, wouldn't go and I wouldn't go and actively get Spurs players because no. they're not reliable this uh, season. And I agree. Um, Kane is a lot of money to invest in um, for uncertainty with him. So I, I like what you're saying there, um, Sheffield. If you've got um, if you've got Lundstrom, don't bench him. Um, Spurs have been leaky all season, and if anyone's going to score for Sheffield, he will probably be involved in it. So while a clean sheet may be difficult to, to get um, in Week 12, certainly um, some sort of goal involvement isn't that unrealistic for Lord Lundstrom. All right, and then the final game of Saturday is a, a good one. It's Leicester City at home to Arsenal. Now, um, I think if you have been pursuing Leicester City players and maybe not pulled the trigger on them yet, um, I think go ahead. You have our permission yeah. to, to do that. Um, Tillemans looked good. Iozzi looked good again, even though last weekend we were talking about how poor he's been up until um, – the hat trick that he had against Southampton, but he's looking better. Um, Vardy, of course, uh, you know, if you're thinking about getting rid of Kane, for instance, or even Aubameyang, uh, Vardy could be a great player to get. Plus it saves you some money, which is always nice. Um, defensively, <clears throat> some good players there. Chilwell, Herrera, and Soyuncu, even Johnny Evans looks good. He had a couple of opportunities to knock a header in off of some corners today, and of course Schmeichel in goal. Um, Arsenal, you don't know which way they're going to go. Aubameyang um, hasn't been great. He did assist a Lacazette goal. Um, I think that's the way that it worked. They've been very kind of 
inconsistent this year, especially with who's been scoring. Yeah. I, I just don't know about Arsenal. Yeah, sorry, Aubameyang scored, Lacazette assisted. But yeah, they have been <clears throat> inconsistent, to say the least. I, I wouldn't go run out and go grab them, but I would give them um, the weekend. I would not invest in Arsenal defenders, however. I certainly wouldn't advise anyone to do that. All right, and then three games on Sunday. Up first, Brighton goes to Old Trafford, or as uh, someone we used to work with, Says Old Stratford. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> Man U, another team that's extremely inconsistent. Um, I would still wait and see, personally, on these guys. Uh, you could p- potentially take a risk on Rashford or Martial, um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't love the idea of any of them. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't like what Man U's been doing at all. And I don't like, not even, even in the struggles, for some teams at least, they're usually like a player or two that can, that kind of stand out. Right. Where you could be like, all right, he might score a goal this week. Or he, if, yep. if they're going to score, it's going to be him. Right. That's just not a thing with Man U. It's not. It's not at all. So, uh, yeah, my confidence isn't high on Man U. Brighton, <clears throat> on the other hand, we've mentioned a couple times now that um, their fixtures start to get a little bit gnarly. Um, you know, unless you're looking to, uh, get a player as an enabler to, um, spend money in another place, then I would probably stay away from Brighton players at the moment. Um, I just don't know based on their fixtures that it's a worthwhile investment TBH. All right. Two more games to talk about. First up, Wolves at home to Austin Villa. Um, Jimenez looking better, um, did score, um, Wolves only goal against Arsenal this weekend. Clearly the man to get, um, if you're looking to replace a forward. Um, otherwise, um, I don't know about Wolves players either. I think, um, you steer clear from pretty much anyone other than, um, than Jimmy. On the, awesome, on the awesome Villa side, I think McGinn is worth a shot there. Um, He's been pretty consistent this year. Grealish was out this weekend, so I don't know if that's why McGinn maybe was playing a little higher on the pitch and had something to do with his goal involvement. But um, at that price range, it's a little bit difficult um, because there's not a whole lot of great options to pick from, and he probably is the best. Uh, I think he's right around that 58 um, to six million price range, and then the big match of week eleven, which could decide a lot in the race for, or sorry, week twelve, which could decide a lot in the race for the Premier League title. Man City go to Anfield to take on Liverpool. If, uh, I mean, obviously you're not going to get rid of your Liverpool or City players. Nope, that just doesn't make sense. But it's more about the game. If City win, the titles. Just it's pretty much just back to yep. a normal race. If Liverpool win, they I don't see I don't it. see them losing. Yeah, uh, like that big of a lead. Somehow, you know, just like uh, back in the day, Man U used to have Fergie time. Now they've got Klopp time because uh, somehow they managed to pull out wins. Like I've yeah, never they, seen I don't before. Even understand. What what was the figure that you looked up? Um, yeah, they scored twenty percent of their goals this season in the last ten minutes of the match. Yeah, and. And that was, what, six goals? Uh, right? Yeah, six goals. And five of those six were 
game winners. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they didn't. Uh, I think you're right. It's just more about managing players. Um, although, you know, if, for instance, a lot of managers are thinking Salah for Mane um, because it still saves you a little bit of money. Salah's going down, Mane's going up. Um, so getting price very least, um, you're certainly not going to want to change any of your Liverpool um, defenders either. And then on the Man City side, you know, there's there's been talk a lot lately of managers dropping Aguero, although um, I cannot see a scenario where we can, unless any... Yeah. It's the, it's the biggest match of the season, yeah. by far. And it's It's such an important match. Yeah, you have to think he's going to play just because of the occasion. I would think so. Now there, I, there I could see um, Pep starting he and Jesus. I could see that happening for sure. Um, but Pep needs his best eleven players out on the pitch for sure in that game. So I, I would imagine that De Bruyne, Sterling, David Silva. Um, all the usuals will be out there. Defensively, will be a little bit interesting. Uh, don't know if Mendy will be out there, and clearly there seems to be some sort of um, some sort of correlation between when Mendy plays Sterling. Uh, yeah, Mendy had a good game. Um, he had a couple of sitters this and. and he pulls those Sterlings quite a bit where there are almost certain goals and somehow he finds a way uh, to not put them in the back of the net. But I think having Mendy there allows him to um, play more uh, towards the middle of the, the box versus way outside on the wing. So hopefully so yeah, he gets more involved. Yeah. <clears throat> I probably wouldn't captain. So as we're talking about... Um, backing all the way up to the beginning of the podcast when we're talking about um, decisions facing different managers. Captain decision is one of those. Um, let's just quickly, before we wrap it up, talk about potential captain options um, for game week 12. Certainly, um, Tammy Abraham at home, although it seems Definitely. to play better out on the road, <clears throat> but home to Crystal Palace. I would imagine Palace are going to park the bus as much as they can, which could limit... Abraham's opportunities there. Um, what else? I, Spurs players, no. Um, I mean, you could really take a punt and Captain Lundstrom. I have a feeling that he will be a somewhat popular captain option um, in week 12. So um, if you're looking to take a risk and you're, you know, you could go way high in the ranks if he does. Paul, or you could drop down quite a bit, but if you're willing to take that risk, we're all for risks. <clears throat> go for it. Um, I think Vardy at home to Arsenal is um, a great captain option, probably the option that we'll pick, I would imagine. Um, I think he's a really, really good option there. You could take a punt on Martial I don't go. I or go for Rashford. It. I wouldn't either, but um, in terms of taking a risk, possibly. I think Jimenez is probably 
the second or third best option. So if, if Vardy's first, I think Abraham and Jimenez <clears throat> both have promise there. Um, and then in the Liverpool City match, take your pick of a bunch of different uh, captain options in that game. Somebody, there will be goals in this game. So it's just a matter of picking the right the right person. player. Yeah. Um, so uh, any of the normal, you know, usual suspects in that game, the Agueros, Sterlings, De Bruyne's, uh, Mane's, and, um, and Salah's, even Firmino, I think are all decent shots. But to me, the clear top three are Vardy, Jimenez, and Abraham. Yep. In game week 12, for sure. I think that's going to do it, guys. Pretty short and sweet this week. Um, of course, we post lots, lots more on our Instagram page, which is simply at Let's Talk Soccer. Give us a follow. We've got 33,000 followers now, um, which is fantastic. So <clears throat> join the fun. Um and shoot us DMs, leave comments. We will get back to as many people as we possibly can. So until next time, this is Gary. This is Josh. We wish you guys nothing but green arrows. And peace. Peace. Goodbye.